Hello, hello everyone, it's Kiera, and welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Rewatch. Alright, before I get into today's episode though, it's going to be a little shorter than our normal episodes. I'm filming this the night before instead of the day of like I normally do, and you would think that would give me more time, but today's been busy, and my Saturday is going to be busy, so I won't even have any time to record this. So I'm going kind of fast in this episode, and it is a little rushed together, but I still hope you enjoy it. Jeez, it's about to be really short. I just looked at the time. I'm sorry, in advance. But getting into today's episode. So today we'll be kicking off the beginning of the whole fall spooky months with kind of a spooky episode of As Told by Ginger. There'll be witches, ghosts, and lots of betrayal. So let's get started. Today we're talking about episode 13 of As Told by Ginger. Today's episode is titled I Spy a Witch, and the story is by Eric Casimiro. This is the second episode not written by Emily Kapnick. I just kind of want to keep account of all of that, and every time we don't have an episode that's written by the creator of the show. I just find it interesting. Just wanted to point that out. Okay, so this episode begins in the middle of the night on a full moon, I should add, and we see Miranda and some of her friends, they're vandalizing a statue of their school's namesake, Nathaniel, I think that's his name, Nathaniel Jr. No, Nathaniel Lucky. That's a weird name. Anyways, the next morning, all the kids are standing around the statue, just enjoying the prank, you know, like kids do. And their principal is so unimpressed. He comes up and he wants the person responsible to turn themselves in because apparently it just gets his blood boiling that they would disrespect Nathaniel's statue like this. I don't think I'm saying his name right. I just watched this episode, but I'm pretty sure his name is not Nathaniel. Anyways, I also want to just mention real fast that we will not be getting Courtney in this episode. Ginger mentions that it's too bad that she's in France because she would love this prank. And it doesn't really make sense that Courtney is skipping school to jet off to France, but it is very own brand of her. Anyways, no one claims responsibility because who would? So the principal decides to launch an investigation to figure out who's responsible. And I think he's taking it too far, but I guess he's really fond of this person that they like vandalized or whatever. And you can say that's an investigation or you can say that it's a witch hunt. Da 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 da. Yeah, I bet none of you laughed. It's okay. It's okay. I'm used to it. <laughs> Anyways, we jump to Miranda maniacally laughing on a stage. And then we see Mazorski say that her audition was an interesting take on Glinda the Good Witch. So yeah, there's going to be some kind of play at Lucky Junior this fall. And this all reminds me of the time that I tried out for my school play in ninth grade. Please believe me when I say that it was the worst audition in history. Oh my goodness, it was so bad. It was so bad that the teacher, like the supervisor of the play, he was like, now remember, if you don't get it this year, it's probably just because we want to go with someone with more play experience. He says that to the audience right after my audition. Coincidence? I think not. It was just that bad. <laughs> I left after that. Oh, goodness. Awkward, insecure freshman Kira could not handle it, but it's very laughable now. <laughs> Anyways, though, the students of Lucky Junior, they're putting on some kind of production of I Spy a Witch. The role that Miranda wants is given to Ginger, and that just fuels Miranda's dislike of Ginger even more. Miranda tells Mazorski that she's already learned all the lines when she's trying to like say that she's supposed to be the lead of the show, and Mazorski makes her Ginger's understudy instead. 
After school, we're at Ginger's house and the girls, Macy, Dodie, and Ginger, they're telling Lois about the play. And then we see Carl and Hoodsy kind of eavesdropping and like hiding in the hall. And then we see that they're trying to play a prank on Lois because she opens their fridge and this fake arm comes out and it has like fake blood on it. And Ginger, Macy, and Dodie, they're scared by it, but Lois is so unbothered. All she tells Carl, she hands him the little dummy hand and she's like make sure carl companion bob is intact with no blood on him when you give him back to me and carl's upset that they weren't able to scare her which mm, is kind of sad that's carl's like main mission in the show oh you kind of feel bad for him he's trying so hard anyways cutting to the next day of school ginger and everyone else they're practicing for the play and they all start singing the song about the like i spy a witch or whatever it is and their principal is trying to get people to confess about the vandalism which because he's he's taking this so seriously when the song is over some random person tells miranda that they loved her prank and she promises that she won't tell and miranda her gears start turning because she's starting her scheme because she tells the girl that no one likes to snitch and that just makes her think huh maybe i should turn the tables on Jim Ginger, which is exactly what she does because in the next scene we cut to Miranda lying on Ginger and telling the principal that it was her idea and it was her that vandalized the statue when it was actually Miranda. And their principal doesn't believe it at first because you know it's not in Ginger's character but Miranda points out that she's already been in trouble with the law before when she stole that bank sign. So I love the continuity in this show but that that darn bank sign is like gonna keep coming back to haunt Ginger I believe. It's funny how both times Ginger gets into some kind of trouble and Miranda is there pulling the strings behind the scenes. Goodness. Miranda also just says that the principal will be able to find what he's looking for tomorrow. And I'm thinking like if that's not a frame job in the works, I don't know what is. Like that was a dead on hint. Anyways, cutting to later at the Fowley's house, Lois is trying to set up some Halloween decorations and Carl is still trying to scare his mom. And so he comes into the living room and he's like, I've been cut by a garden hoe. And then he's like holding in something and make it look like his guts are spilling out. And he spills something from under his shirt. And yet again, Lois is not scared. And she tells them that she paid good money for that cow's liver and that they're gonna have it for dinner. Okay, for one, that's gross. Not only because it just sounds nasty to eat, and it's meat, but Carl is using it for a prank. And like, who wants to eat after that? Disgusting. And secondly, Mrs. Fowley has a high scare tolerance. Unlike me, I'm a huge scaredy cat. And I still enjoy scary movies for some reason, but goodness, I'd be scared of that. Anyways, Carl and Hoodsy, they go leave the house to rinse off the cow liver. And Carl is talking about how Maude would be so disappointed in him and she would come up with a better way to scare Lois. And Hoodsy says that it's too bad that she's dead and all. And that sparks Carl with an idea and we don't know what it is yet. Okay, so we're cutting back to the play rehearsals for like two seconds. Miranda's putting some evidence in Ginger's bag. And that's it. That's all we missed. And after those two seconds are over of Ginger's plotline, we cut back to Carl and he and Hoodsy are in the doghouse and they're trying to summon Maud's spirit and it doesn't work. And Carl thinks it's failed because he needs new stuff to summon her with instead of all the old stuff that she has because he's like, who wants to come back for the same old crappy stuff? We need new stuff. So he's trying to summon Maud. All right, now again, we're cutting back to Ginger and we're at her play rehearsal and the principal comes in and he asks Ginger to show him what's in her bag. And I'm mad that he did this in front of everyone else instead of just pulling her in the hall or into his office or something. Goodness. But no, he does it in front of everyone. And because Miranda put the evidence in her bag, she gets suspended for a crime that she did not commit. Ugh. It's just like the play that they're doing, actually, because this girl gets called a witch and she's not a witch. And the whole time this girl... 
it doesn't really matter. If you watch the episode, you understand. <laughs> I don't really feel like explaining that plot. After school, everyone is at the Foutley's house and they're trying to figure out like how the stuff got into Ginger's bag. Well, everyone but Carl. He and Hoodsy, they already left to go trick-or-treating. And Lois does what my mom would have done. She tells Ginger that she's going to go to the school on Monday and try to talk to the principal. But I'm sure Lois would be calmer about it because my mom would have been yelling and been saying, like, I'm innocent. And she would not have, like, taken my suspension lightly if I got suspended. Did I say that Ginger got suspended? I'm not sure if I did. Ginger gets got suspended for her prank. I'm sorry, it's a little late at night and my brain is a little scattered. Anyways, Ginger says that she's thankful that her mom is going to go talk to the principal on Monday, but by then the play would be over because it's happening tonight. And Lois apparently tried calling the principal, but he won't pick up the phone. And since the play is tonight, Dodie and Macy, they are leaving, but as they're leaving, they're trying to convince Ginger to come watch. But she says it's going to be too difficult to watch Miranda having all the fun up there. Oh, poor Ginger. Anyways, we cut to a random glimpse of Blake and he's dressed in some old English like colonizer outfit. That's literally all I could think of when I see those powdered wigs. I'm sorry. Anyways, he's talking about sending some photos to his mom and Courtney of his outfit along with a photo of Miranda vandalizing the statue. And we rejoice because now we have evidence that it wasn't Ginger. Now we just got to see how it gets to Ginger and she can like use that evidence. Anyways, Carl and Hoodsy, they come up to Blake's treehouse because that's where Blake is. Carl and Hoodsy, they come up to Blake's treehouse and Hoodsy asks like what the heck Blake's supposed to be. The question we're all wondering. And apparently Blake is Mozart. <laughs> Who would guess that? <laughs> Carl and Hoodsy, their outfits are not any better though because they are mutant spinach, but all they look like are swamp things. I laughed at the whole reason they came to Blake's treehouse is that they want to offer him up to Maud. Like, what the heck is this? They kidnap him for a seance, basically. And when they get to the doghouse, they call upon Maud again. And this time she shows up, but she does so by possessing Hoodsy. And okay, you know, saying this out loud, it sounds super creepy, but you know, they managed to make this show all kid friendly and whatnot. So it's okay. <laughs> Carl tells Maude that he can't scare his mom and Maude says like, don't worry, I'm here to help you. And I just think it's so funny when you think of the links that Carl went through to give his mom a good scare. I just, <laughs> anyways, before Maude helps him out with the scaring, she takes the picture that Blake had on him of Miranda vandalizing the statue and she gives it to Carl so that they can give it to Ginger. Maude in Hoodsy's body steps on a garden hoe and the handle knocks Hoodsy unconscious and that somehow allows Maud's ghost to leave Hoodsy and now it's just her in ghost form and she and Carl they go to scare Lois. Maud rings the doorbell and Carl's like hiding out in the bushes waiting for all of it to go down and so when Lois answers the door she's terrified of course because who would not be terrified of seeing the ghost of the person who died in your kitchen like really? <laughs> After scaring Lois, she gives her the picture evidence to clear Ginger's name, and Maud says goodbye to Carl, and then she disappears. And then Hoodsy wakes up when Maud leaves. Now, Ginger, she rushes out the house to go to the play, and she puts on one of the extra costumes. She asks Darren for a costume. Darren is in this episode, like, quite a couple of times, but this is just one of those episodes where we see him, but he's silent the entire time. Anyways, Ginger rushes onto the stage with the extra costume that she has, and she shows <laughs> she shows Dodie a picture of what Miranda is doing. And I just find this all so funny because how are you able to just come on stage and just change the play like this? Because the ending is supposed to be that Miranda's character is 
actually not a witch. And they change it so that everyone is just accusing her and saying like, no, she's a witch. And Ginger comes on the stage and she's like, has her back to the audience where she shows Miranda the picture. And Miranda is like, you know, she's caught. So she knows that she's been caught. And the whole thing's just ridiculous. So the whole ending of the play changes and everyone just goes along with it. And finally, Miranda confesses that she was the one that vandalized the statue like on stage. And so this episode closes with their principal being upset. Miranda just being like, oh, whatever. It doesn't really matter anyways. Ginger's name is cleared and everyone gets a standing ovation when the curtain closes. I think that's how you end an episode, right? <laughs> okay, that was a lot. I went through that kind of fast. But now that we've done the rewind and rewatch portion of the pod, it's time for reflections. All right. I'm going to go ahead and rate today's episode. I think this was a fun one. So I was juggling if I was going to do three or three and a half stars, but I'm just going to go ahead and give it three and a half stars. I liked this episode, but my higher ratings, I feel like my four and five star ones, they're just reserved for those more serious and dramatic episodes, you know? Also, just something that I noticed before I get started into the lessons, something that I noticed in today's episode is that we're on episode 13, and this just happens to be the spooky episode. No coincidence. <laughs> Anyways, starting with Carl's lesson for this episode, I think we learned that teamwork makes the dream work. Basically, you can count on others to help you achieve your goal, and nothing's wrong with that. He was feeling a little inferior earlier because he couldn't pull off a prank to scare his mom, so he called a friend for help. His friend just happened to be a ghost, but whatever gets the job done, right? <laughs> so it's just, there's no shame in asking for help, basically. I think the crucial lesson that we learned from Miranda and Ginger is that the truth will come out eventually. And it doesn't matter how sneaky you think you are. There's always going to be something that's going to tie you back to whatever you've done. And that's just something I believe in, at least. I think eventually all the bad that you've done catches up to you. And on that lovely note, I end today's episode. So just to recap... It's okay to ask for help. It doesn't make you any weaker or anything. Everyone needs something and it's okay. You can rely on other people. And lastly, the truth comes out eventually. So it's better to just be truthful and not be sneaky about anything. So that's all for this week. So with all of that being said, I will see you next Saturday.